Welcome to Mom Fashions, an honest discussion about the beauty and burden of motherhood. I'm Emily. And I'm Beth. And we hope these next few minutes encourage, inspire, and remind you that we are all in this together. This is Mom Fashions, a Fort Worth Moms production. Episode 32, Discipline Discussions. All right, Emily, are you ready to talk about discipline today? I don't want to talk about it. Mm-mm. <laughs> Too bad you don't have a choice. Okay, Sit fine. Down. <laughs> fine, Mom. Oh, yes. This this is always, it's always hard for me to talk about because it's like, I feel like I'm never fully confident in what I'm doing as far as discipline. Mm, yep. You always question. Do you, you do. question yourself? Uh-huh, yeah. Okay, good. I'm oh, yeah. glad I'm not alone in that. I feel yeah. like I have to talk it out with another person, you know, to make yes. sure that it's all okay from mm-hmm. every angle. Yeah. And then you feel like you've succeeded, like you've found, like, the golden ticket, right? Mm-hmm. And you know how to get your kids to, like, fall in line, and everybody is mm-hmm. affirmed and healthy, and then they go through a new stage <laughs> yeah. next week. You're like, no. And they don't care anymore, and you yeah. get to start over. Yeah. 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 We kind of thought that discipline might be a timely topic that we don't want to talk about because, like, discipline has been a. There's no aspect that the pandemic has not impacted. Mm -hmm. And at my house, at least, Mm -hmm. discipline has has been impacted for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Same here. And I think. I think we have all, on a global level, spent a lot more time with our kids than we normally do. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that's brought out a lot of good and bad yeah. in the area of how we discipline and our thoughts on discipline. Because I know like when my kids, for example, go and spend time at my parents' house, right? They they often come back better behaved than they were. And I don't know if it's an appreciation for being back in their home or if it's that my parents just keep them in line better and kind of put them in their places and send them home, you know, all polished up. I'm not sure, but yeah, no, that is not my experience. (laughs) I want to send my kids to your parents' house. Right. Can I? Yes. They would, they would probably gladly accept. Um, yeah. So, I mean, with that said, there is an aspect of other people's influence in our children's lives that affects their their behavior mm-hmm. and yeah. our need for discipline. Um, or for me in that situation, less discipline, you know. Um, so I think not having extra people and their influence in our kids' lives has changed them yeah. in good and bad ways. Right, yeah. I just want to state for the record... Item number one, I love my in-laws very much. Oh, yeah. And I love for my kids to spend time with them. Item number two, when my children come back from their house, we have what I call grandparent detox. Mm -hmm. And it involves me blowing up in some sort of long lecture about, I don't know what you thought you could get away with over there, but <laughs> you are back home, sister, and you are not getting away with that here. Yeah. So just 
turn around and make a change. <laughs> okay, so let's start our discussion by just admitting some of our disciplinary failures. Because I am mm. like you. I am a lecturer. Oh, I love a good lecture. Me too. You know I love words. Me, I know. <laughs> I can I can wax poetic about uh-huh. all of the ways that my children should be getting their stuff together. And it's brilliant and it's rational. And I feel like how can you not just be motivated to change after a speech <laughs> like this? Yeah. And Say, well, they didn't really hear it. They no. weren't listening. So they, they shut could. me out after the first 10 seconds. Yeah. They're Once like, they hear Here my tone change. Yeah. <laughs> then we're out. Yeah. I mean, I think my discipline failures, I mean, you know, there are the times that I'm not proud of when I've lost my cool. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm, mm-hmm. you know, and it wasn't really discipline, it was anger yeah. and a tantrum, you know. Yeah. I've done this. Um, I think I wish I was more consistent. Mm-hmm. And my other area where I think I kind of struggle is I try, even in discipline, to make it convenient for myself. Whatever best serves my mm-hmm. end goal and convenience is usually the route I'm going to take. Mm-hmm. Have you ever inadvertently punished yourself when trying to dole out a consequence for your children? I haven't. My husband has, and it impacted me. Mm-hmm. And I lost, I, I lost my coin through a tantrum about that. Like, do you realize by doing this, like, I'm the one that has to suffer and enforce this? Thanks a lot. Right. I, I've done the whole, well, if you don't stop, we're just going to, we're just going to leave our cart and leave the store. Well, no. then my whole shopping trip was no, just a waste. I, uh, uh, yeah. No, that's the kind of stuff like my husband yeah. was saying. Right? Like, uh, if you don't mean it, don't say it. Yeah. I'm shopping. So I don't know what you're doing, but I'm finishing. I'll say, well, you don't say no to mom. And then I'll say, well, do you do you want to go to timeout? And they're like, no. <laughs> no. Yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I realize that just my logical inconsistencies have to be so frustrating for them sometimes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm really good at it because I can hear them upstairs fighting or yelling or something. And I will yell up the stairs, stop yelling at each other. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, well, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I, I noticed, especially during the pandemic, because you know, you're locked in this house together for what seems like decades. Yes. Ten years later, we uh-huh. emerge. <laughs> and I noticed that I was doing a lot of parenting from afar, is what I called it. Because I would be, like, downstairs, where our house, you know, you can hear everything that's happening from either floor. Same. And yeah. so I would just yell, "Yep, come here, or don't do that or whatever. You know, I was yelling across the house. I often yell, what's going on? Yes. <laughs> and you start to lecture from downstairs, exactly. one or the other yeah. child, and then you realize you were wrong, so you have to switch and lecture the other. Because you weren't actually there. It's yeah. really verbally exhausting, it but it's much less exhausting than getting up and walking up the stairs. Right, up and down, so, up and yeah, down. yeah. So I definitely, that was one of my pandemic discipline moments where I had to say, Okay, I've got I've got to start getting 
more in their personal bubble Mm -hmm. than trying to just yell across the house because it was getting So how would you say, that kind of makes me think, like, how has your discipline philosophy even or even, like, practically what you're doing, how has it evolved or changed since the beginning of the pandemic? Like, does discipline look the same in your house now as it did in February? That's a good question. I don't know that I've been keeping track, but looking looking at how we're handling it, I think that it has evolved, but maybe it's taken a few it's taken a few evolutionary steps, I think. And the first was that it kind of went backwards in that I got lazier cuz I felt like I could just parent from a distance a little bit. Um, and then once I realized that I felt, you know, I felt strongly that I needed to start being more intentional and more, um, kind of face to face, like in their bubble, um, in my discipline. And so I think that's been a positive change where, and maybe my children would completely disagree with this, (laughs) but I, I feel like I've been less reactionary um, because I'm taking the time to go to them and sit down with them and talk to them. And so um, less reactionary, I think. But it took being forced to be together mm-hmm. and to, to recognize some things in my own actions that I wasn't really excited about. You know, yeah, the pandemic did wonders for some self reflection, didn't it? I, it's still going. Yes, it still is, going. and brought out things that mm, you just didn't see before. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you didn't have the environment for them to really show themselves. So, yes, yeah. the pandemic does give abundantly. <sighs> it did. It? I mean, and those are positive things. Those are good things. I'm thankful for. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that we had. Um, I think I. You know, there were a lot more choices being made in our home that were coming, were a result of some big emotions. So I think we've had less repercussions in our house mm-hmm. like than we would have normally um, because we have understood more and more as this has gone on that like that the choices were coming from big emotions like hard emotions and one of the best pieces of advice I got even before I became a mother but I had a mentor and this was kind of her philosophy and I saw her do it with her kids is that like what do you mean by the phrase this punishment or discipline doesn't work. Mm-hmm. What does work mean, mm-hmm. right? Like for her, work isn't meaning that it works doesn't mean that they're walking the line or even necessarily that they change a behavior, which mm-hmm. is hard. Like because that's you think what you want, but that's like the surface thing. Like for her, the purpose of discipline was to restore the relationship. Mm, yeah. That's good. Which is really different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so I have thought about that because even with us shoved in there together, there were a lot 
of ways that became apparent that I needed to restore the relationship with my kids, some happening oblivious and before the pandemic and some happening during it, you know, showing that things that we were doing to each other was causing harm. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, like, it became less about you don't hit your sister because that's the wrong thing to do Mm -hmm. or, you know, even in our like churchy lingo, that's a sinful thing to do. Mm-hmm. You want to go there. But that you don't hurt your sister because if you hurt your sister, you damage your relationship. Like mm-hmm. you've you've broken part of your relationship. And that's been a change definitely that has happened in the in the pandemic. More so I've seen it with just all the emotions we've gone through, me and the girls. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Our, our disciplinary reasons and even our methods have shifted from let's change the behavior so that we can make everybody more comfortable to let's look at what we're doing and how it's affecting the people around us and kind of the heart behind it, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then enter my lectures, of course. Right. But, but just a trying to focus in on um, just kindness even, you know, like and trying to praise, wow, that was really kind or that was really right. thoughtful of mm-hmm. you or, you know, that made your sister really happy. In, um, but also being trying to remind them of, if she did this to you, how would you feel? You know, let's talk about her feelings in this and what you did to her, you know, and how that made her feel. And so, yeah, I think it has turned our view back towards relationship instead of behavior modification. Yeah. What do y'all do for consequences? What are consequences like at the Ferreira house? So in all honesty, um, Early on in parenting, we were, we were very much consequences were primarily spankings. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've noticed over the years we've really started to change our tune on that. And I think that a big part of that was that we realized that there were a lot of situations where it just wasn't appropriate. Um, it didn't seem to... You know, and I I don't necessarily think I had the language for it, but now that you've said restore the relationship, it didn't really seem to do that for a lot of situations. Yeah. We still, yeah, we still do hold that as a very last resort. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we do a lot of, we do timeout. Um, we do a lot of, like, right now, because we're dealing with a lot of big emotions Uh, there's a lot of let's go sit in your room or let's go find a place by yourself for you to calm down. And then when you're done, we'll, we'll talk then. Um, and then depending on the situation, there may be a loss of toy or a loss of privilege. Um, trying, I've been trying more and more to cater my consequences to what, you know, what the actual issue was. Um, rather than dole out whatever I feel like will yeah. be effective. A, a good old natural consequence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
But it is hard because there are times when I'm just, I'm so in over my head and exhausted that I'm like, I will just do whatever I have to do to. Yeah, because the goal isn't, and I have a really difficult time. I'll just say like talking about like mom judging. Here you go. (laughs) Like I have a difficult time. When I see like a mom with a younger kid, like where the goal of the discipline is to break them. Yes. And we've all been there. Oh, I definitely lived in that realm for a long time. But Mm -hmm. I cannot handle it. Like if Mm -hmm. there's one thing I want to like in Target, go up to somebody and say, and I'm like, look, you're about to break her. Mm -hmm. That isn't what you want. Like you don't want to break her. You like restore the relationship with her right now before it's too late. And the toy I'll hear at Target, please don't do it. But I like have totally been guilty. I mean, I mean, Mm -hmm. there have been moments when I'm talking about like in anger and discipline that I am ashamed to say that I have like wanted to get back at her. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, and I, yeah. I would say something that would be kind of to get back at her, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, a, you know, in my 30s and she's three. Yeah. Yeah. Because there is kind of a, there's a personal aspect to it. And uh-huh. I've had those same knee jerk reactions of like, well, you don't get to treat me that way. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. almost like a, you don't know who I am. Like who, no, yeah. you know, that yeah. kind of thing to where it is really hard to step back. And I, I definitely lived in the camp of you will do what I say because I said it mm-hmm. and there's no other option here. You know, that kind of I'm going to break you and I'm going to modify you mm-hmm. behaviorally because if I don't, it reflects badly on me or it's inconvenient for me. Right, yeah. And so I think that's why over the years I've shied away from and turned away from some of my disciplinary methods because I'm learning that there it, there needs to be more grace. There needs to be more of a relationship in the discipline rather than just trying to, you know, make my kids fall in line. Yeah. I think it really starts to click when you get out of the little years because then you get into more of the relational years. Mm-hmm. And... Like, it becomes less about, you know, blatant disobedience, which, of course, believe me, that still happens in my house with my older kiddos. But it becomes more about attitude Mm -hmm. and all those things. And you can't control an attitude Mm -mm. like you could control a two-year-old. Yeah. But that's why I just think it is so important it is so important to think about. It's hard to think about those things when you have young ones, but to at least consider mm-hmm. like what your relationship in discipline is like mm-hmm. with your toddler. Mm-hmm. Like, it, are you restored at the end of it? Yeah. You know, and, and that doesn't, that isn't to say, that isn't to say that it isn't, it can't be sometimes harsh Mm -hmm. and with really strong boundaries Mm -hmm. i mean like we have like kind of talking about natural consequences one of our kiddos um snuck and took technology without asking and like did it sneaking it Mm -hmm. because knowing it was against the rules yeah 
to watch something after her bedtime, mm-hmm. hid it in her room after her bedtime, under blankets in her bed, so that she could get on YouTube, which is against our rules. There's no watching YouTube without parameters. Yeah. And she's still one of our devices, a grown-up device that mm-hmm. she knew the code for, which is my own fault, <laughs> and did that. And not only did it once, but hid it in her room for three months. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it yeah. was, yeah. And it was yeah. an accidental discovery on my part. And then it all f- fell apart. And the consequence for that is pretty severe. Yeah. You know, yeah. Absolutely no more of this device like ever in her life mm-hmm. until I say she's mature enough to have it. Yeah. And she has her own tablet and she lost that for 30 days. Mm-hmm. Like it's gone. Mm-hmm. And then she had absolutely no technology of any variety, including a television, for one week, yeah. which also meant that she missed a planned family movie night. Mm-hmm. And she had to sit in the dining room with a book. Mm-hmm. And the lesson to this was is that sneaking never pays off, even if you think you're going to get away with it, you know, like for a long time. Yeah. And that choosing to do the sneaking and giving in to a desire that you wanted, even if you thought you were going to get away from it, it damaged your relationship with the people you loved most. Mm-hmm. And that the whole you missed family movie night and eating pizza together and watching the movie was a real, like, tangible loss yeah. you were, that you felt. Yeah. Right. And but but in my lecture, I got to say mm-hmm. that these are really small consequences now. But I'm trying to show you this picture of what could happen and how more horrid it would be if the consequences were bigger. Mm-hmm. Like then when we choose to lie and sneak and steal and do stuff that just because we want to, it can have some really big consequences that means you have like permanent separation, you know, from relationships or, you know, like, so when I'm, when I'm saying, oh, restore the relationship, I don't just mean us hug her and say, honey, that's okay. Mom forgives you. I do forgive you, but here's the lesson that we're learning from it. Mm -hmm. You know, it can be tough still. Yeah. Yeah. We've had, we've had a few of those situations and they were based on the thing that they lost um, was to show them how their choices had affected their relationships with the people around them, you know. And um, even so far as having to pull one of my daughters out of a school event that they had spent the whole week getting prepared to do, um, but that was all surrounded on um, positive character traits that they were, you know, they were celebrating in this event. They were celebrating these positive character traits, and yet she had been at home treating her sister in the total opposite way that Mm -hmm. they were trying to teach them. And so at that point, it was like, we cannot let you go to this celebration 
Um, and that was one of the hardest things I've had to do as a parent. And she, she still brings it up sometimes. It's still very fresh in her memory years later. Um, but then I get to, I get to say that was really hard for mommy too, because I know you wanted to be there, but, and I get to remind her of those character traits and those things that in our relationships, we, we need to portray those things, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it still hurts, obviously, both of us, the, you know, the severity. That's okay. Sorry. You get get those feet go numb, but you know, it still, it still obviously stings a little bit, the severity of that punishment. Um, and those are the moments when, when it hurts and when my, I don't like conflict side comes out Mm -hmm. and I start to question whether or not it was the right choice. Whether it was the right choice. Oh, I totally emailed uh, her counselor whenever I was doling out this and I asked her if she thought it was too harsh Mm -hmm. because I was afraid it would be. Yeah. And she was like, no. I love that you use the school counselor. Yeah. That's brilliant. Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep that in mind. Yeah, because you... Like, do you think it's appropriate? Is this too harsh? Mm -hmm. Like, you know... I was like, this is what we've come up with. What do you think? And she was like, absolutely, that's, you know, spot on. So I I need affirmation that this was the right choice. Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's a good resource. I'm going to remember that because there are so many times when I'm like, I don't want to be too harsh, but I also feel like this lesson really needs to sink in. Yeah. You know? Do you, I think when you said just something, it triggered an idea in me that, it's the old adage of this hurts me more than it hurts you. Mm-hmm. But I think there is real benefit in um, in both instances that we have described of like, like I'm not, I am, I am hurt and disappointed that you chose this. Mm-hmm. Like this mom doesn't want that for you. Like, and I don't want it for you because like when you make when you choose this path, there's always bad consequences. It's like the sun coming up in the morning. You're guaranteed to have a bad consequence mm-hmm. when you sneak and steal. Like yeah. you, there's no other answer to that equation. Mm-hmm. Um, and that like that hurts me because I don't want that for your life. But it also when I am watching the movie with Dad and your sister. It hurts me too because I miss you. Yeah. And like your your choice doesn't just impact you and really stinks that you're in there with your book and that hurts and you miss your family and you want to be apart. But the three of us, we are in there hurting too because we're not the same yeah. without you. Yeah. Right? So don't do that again. Don't do like like let's not do that again to our family. Like don't make those choices. Sneaking never pays off. Mm-hmm. That's good. Do my children, are you listening to this? <laughs> I'm going to play go this and episode. Have them tune in. That would be great. Are going to tune into this one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's so good. You know, I think I think this is probably the best piece of advice that I've received is that in those moments when we fail as parents, as those who are you know, setting boundaries, even doling out consequences, that there are times when we fail, when we lose our temper, when we lose our stuff, whatever. Um, And we all definitely have had those moments. Um, But I think the best thing that anybody's ever told me is that reminder that we also need to 
set the example for them and go and apologize when we do that, Mm -hmm. you know? And I remember hearing that and it being kind of revolutionary for me, like, wait, I'm the parent. I shouldn't have to apologize to Mm -hmm. my kids. But what a difference it makes when I humble myself and go in there and say, I should not have talked to you that way. And I am sorry. I I should not have yelled like that. Mm-hmm. I should not have let my anger get out of control that yeah. way. And, you know, for them to have the opportunity also to extend forgiveness and grace to me, mm-hmm. um, that to me has been restorative in those relationships as much as any, you know, clever disciplinarian. Yeah, because yeah, you're made. owning your part in breaking the relationship. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, yeah. it's not just them. It's, like it's a good 50-50. You know oh, what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah, like we we also participate in damaging the relationship with our kids. Like yeah. we participate in that. Yeah, We're active. So true. Yeah. It's so true. This is a complete side note. But the whole thing about apologizing to your kids. Mm-hmm. Like I have heard a variety of different ideas about it. Mm-hmm. And I will As with everything. As with everything, yes. duh. If you are overdoing this, like, then you end up, like, undermining your own authority Mm -hmm. because you are taking away natural consequences for your kids. Mm -hmm. You don't get your shoes on after I have remind. Well, I should only remind you once. You should be told once. If I have to tell you five times you still don't have your shoes on, they aren't laced or whatever. They are not on your feet. The rest of the family is out the door. There is a natural, healthy, right consequence that you have upset your family. Mm-hmm. You may have made us late. Mm-hmm. You have been disrespectful. You have been disobedient. And there is no way that I'm apologizing to you for losing my temper mm-hmm. because for speaking firmly to you and yelling at you or whatever to get out the door, this is a natural consequence that you have earned with your choices. Yes. And I was like, you know what, lady, you are right. Mm-hmm. Like, like, the mom guilt can go to extreme yes. to where, like, we are almost cushioning our kids from feeling that. Because I tell you what, your boss or a ki- another kid at school or your teacher or your coach, yeah, they're also going to be rather annoyed if you can't put your shoes on and get out the door yes. when you've been asked. Yes. Oh, I completely agree with that. And we've had those same conversations, too, of... You know, I, and I'll say, I'm sorry that I yelled at you, but you need to understand, you know, it's kind of one of those apologies with an asterisk, you know? Um, Yeah. Cause it's like, I understand that you're upset because I yelled, but you need to understand that there is a reason that I yelled. And in that situation, I might yell again, you know, Mm -hmm. because you need to know that, like you said, you have affected the people around you, and this is a natural consequence of yeah. that. You know? Yeah, and we do, and I even do that, like with the sisters. I'm like, look, if you keep mistreating her, mm-hmm. her yelling or hitting you in the back, yeah, it's actually not an offense. Yeah, like you've pushed her so far, you've crossed the line. Yes, you know, like yes, yeah, it's that whole like, I've taught you to use your words. And if she used your, her words and she told you no repeatedly and you kept doing it and so she punched you, 
Right. You had it coming. At some point, she's defending herself. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like, she did what she was told to do. You did not. You know, yeah. you didn't respect her boundaries. So, yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of caveats like that that right. we have to consider. But, yeah. <laughs> Goodness. Oh, man. All right. Well, I'm glad that we got some of this yeah, good talk. out in the good open. Good talk. All right. You know, Go and we team. still like each other. We can talk about discipline. Yeah. And still be friends. Yeah, we can. I feel like that's, that's a plus. Good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck going back into pandemic discipline mode here. And All right. We'll catch up later. See you next time. As always, visit fwmoms.com to see the notes from this show, including links to products and content mentioned in this episode. And one more time, just in case you missed it, fwmoms.com Fort Worth Moms